the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you ready for the word? Praise him. This is Pastor Pearson of Word of Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast that I pray as being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So, without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. Since this weekend is Resurrection Day weekend, we're ministering messages all week about Jesus Christ and what he did for you and me through his death, his burial, and his resurrection too. We'll resume the messages on Rightfully Ours next week. But this week, I want to get you the mindset of the awesome things that the Lord did for me and you on Good Friday and on Resurrection Day too. So come on, let's hear a message about our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, what he did for you and me when he went to Calvary Street and paid sin's debt in full for you and me, and then got up on Resurrection Day to set us totally free and offer a new life to you and me. So without further ado, let me share today's message to you. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. Since it was a plan that God had already made to save his man, everything that was done in it was already arranged that this is the way it was going to be done. He didn't get here and then act on the fly, shoot from the hip, you know, move from the cuff. No, 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 none of that stuff. He did everything planned the way it was supposed to be done. Acts chapter 2, begin reading at verse 22. Because Jesus was delivered by the determined counsel and foreknowledge of God. Acts chapter 2, begin reading at verse 22. It says, ye men of Israel, hear these words. Jesus of Nazareth, a man approved of God among you by miracles and wonders and signs, which God did by him in the midst of you, as ye yourselves also know. Him being delivered by the determinate counsel and foreknowledge of God, ye have taken by wicked hands, have crucified and slain by wicked hands. With their little wicked self. But, it, but although they were operating wickedly, it was something that God already knew because he could already see because he said he had foreknowledge of it. He was delivered by their, his determined counsel and by his foreknowledge. That word foreknowledge we found out also means forethought, which means God thought everything out. You know, the one that knew everything. He thought everything out about how this was going to be, how they was going to respond, what they were going to do, who was going to be included, who was going to be excluded. And he thought everything through and they thought out everything that Jesus was going to do. And determined that this is what needed to be done to be able to save me and you. Because he was crucified and he was slain. The word crucified, we found out, means to be fastened to or impaled on a cross. To be fastened to or impaled on a cross. So when they nailed Jesus to the cross, that wasn't their idea. God already knew that's what was going to happen. And then he already set it up for it to happen in relationship to the, it would be that way. So every nail that he received was necessary for him to be able to receive on that day. The time of day that he was, was, was crucified was necessary. We found out about that the other day, too. 
how he was done and why he was done, why he even was beat on his back like he was, was all necessary because it was already foreordained, forethought of. Even his being slain. We found out that the word slain means to take away violently. That is to murder. To take away violently. That is to murder. That's they took him away violently so that they can murder him. It also translates put to death. Translates put to death. Because they put him to death. But we already know that Jesus already said that, no, ain't no man taking my life. I got to lay my life down. And he was even bold enough to say, and I'm going to pick it back up again and told him exactly when. Shoot, it wasn't only Muhammad Ali that could pro- broadcast what, when he was going to do what he do. God himself did it through Jesus Christ. He did the same thing too. Told him exactly what round he was going to get back up on. Praise God. And got back up just like he said. We found out this day and what Jesus did on this day was absolutely necessary for the fulfillment of the redemption of fallen man. It was necessary. We found out that that word necessary means happening or existing by necessity. Happening or existing by necessity. It means everything that happened was by necessity. Everything that it is that that existed was by necessity. It wasn't done by happenstance. It wasn't happened done by chance. It was all done by necessity. We found out that word necessary also means being essential, indispensable, and requisite. Being essential, indispensable, and requisite. We already said it's like the necessary parts of an engine. There's some parts of an engine that you can do with or do without. But there's other parts of the engine that you ain't going nowhere if you leave them out. Because that thing ain't going to run without those parts. Where everything that Jesus did was so that this thing called redemption could run and can fly like God wanted it to do. So it could operate like it ought to. Because if any one of these parts would have been left out that he did that was so necessary, then there would have been no redemption of mankind. It would have been a waste of time. But thank God that we ain't got a God that wastes time. Thank God we got a God that creates time and fills time with exactly what's supposed to be done with at that time. That's why he did everything that was necessary. And we found out that that word necessary also means needed to achieve a certain desired effect or result. Required. It is needed to achieve a certain desired effect or result. Required. The desired result that God wanted was the reconciliation of fallen man to his loving God. Whereas we would be restored back to God with no sin between us. No problems existing between us. Whereas we could be able to spend eternity with a holy God as a holy people doing what it is he wants us to do. And so everything that was done was necessary for that to be accomplished so we could be the people that God wants us to be doing what he wants us to do. So that's why Jesus and everything pertaining to Jesus was necessary for the redemption of God's fallen man. That's up to and including his crucifixion. And we're going to find out today that even included the resurrection. Because even that was part of the plan, too. That's why I'm thanking God that he got up. Thank God that he went to the cross for me and you. But I'm even more glad that he got up. I said, I'm thankful that he went to the cross for me and you. But I'm even more glad that he got up. And by the time I finish this teaching, you're going to be more glad that he got up. And I'm thankful for the cross. But I'm even more thankful that he didn't end double cross by not getting back up. (laughs) If he didn't get back up, we'd still be in trouble right now. But we're going to learn about that later. Turn to Luke chapter 24. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We're still in review for those two or three that wasn't here. Praise God. Hallelujah. Luke chapter 24. See, the scripture spoke of what it is that would happen to Jesus Christ. He told us in advance what was going to happen. I love a God that tells us in advance what's going to happen so we don't miss out on what's happening. So that even if we do, he can take us back through scripture and say, see, this is what I said that I would do. Now you make sure that you understand that that's what I said to you. 
Luke, that's what Jesus did. Luke chapter 22 with his disciples. Because after he got back up, he had to explain to them what he was doing. Praise God. Because they, they still didn't understand what he was doing. Verse 44. It says, and he, did, and he said unto them, these are the words which I spake unto you while I was with, yet with you. That all things must be fulfilled. It must be. It's necessary. Which were written in the law of Moses and in the prophets and in the Psalms concerning me. Those three represented the entire Bible that existed at the time. The entire Bible that existed. That's, that's the, entire, the Bible that they used. It's the one that Jesus used. Praise God. And that one that we still supposed to use. Praise God. And two. Praise God. He, and it says in verse 45. Then open he their understanding that they might understand the scriptures and said unto them, thus it is written and thus it behooved Christ to suffer and to rise from the dead the third day, not just to suffer, to go on to the cross and do what he had to do to pay sins dead and full for me and you, but it was also behooved him to rise from the dead the third day and that remission, repentance and remissions of sin should be preached in his name among all nations beginning at Jerusalem. And ye are witnesses of these things. But go back and say that it behooved him. We found out that that word behooved means to be necessary for, to be fit for, to be meet for, with respect to necessity, duty, or, or, or convenience. It means to be necessary for. So everything that Jesus did was necessary for the redemption of mankind. Absolutely necessary. To be fit for. None of the things that he did was too much. Like, like some folk go to stores and buy clothes that's too big. This was not too big. This was not too much. No, it fit perfectly for what he did. To be meat for, which means absolutely useful for, with respect to necessity, duty, and, and, and convenience. And we found out that when he, did, when he paid sins dead and full for me and you, he did not give the devil one extra thing necessary to be able to do what it is he do. He didn't tip the devil. said, keep the change. No, he paid exactly what needed to be paid. I still think, I, I'm going to ask him when I get there. I still think that when the last drop of blood was shed to pay the price in full, I think every open vein closed and coagulated, praise God, because they didn't give him another drop left, praise God. That's what I think. I'm going to find out, praise God. Hallelujah. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I'm still in heaven. Praise God. Hallelujah. Whatever. Praise God. <laughs> it behooved him. Praise God. We found out that word behoove also means to be necessary as binding. To be necessary as binding. Eastside Detroit Virgin said that there was no other way possible than the way he did it. It wasn't no, well, I, it could have been done this way. No, because it wouldn't have covered everything necessary. Well, I think it should have been this way. Well, and that's why you wasn't included in the meeting. It was the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost that came into agreement on how this was going to get done. And then they pulled off it getting done. And Jesus made sure he did everything that was necessary. That's why Jesus and everything that's pertaining to Jesus, both everything in his life and everything that was done on this day, Resurrection Day, as well as the previous day on Good Friday, all of it was necessary for God's fallen mankind. Every bit of it was necessary. That's why we're not supposed to overlook one and ignore the other or ignore the other and represent the one and look at the one. Mm -mm. We're supposed to give God thanks for every bit of it. Everything that he did out of our hearts should flow gratefulness for what he did. Jesus being born the way he was born was necessary for the redemption of God's man. Because if he was born any other way, then he would never not been able to pay the price for you and me. 
We found out that the kind of life that Jesus lived was necessary for the redemption of God's man. Because if he lived any other kind of life than the holy, perfect life that he lived, then he would not have been the perfect sacrifice for you and me. We found out the shedding of, of, the, of the blood of Jesus, as well as his death on the cross, was all necessary. It wasn't like, well, couldn't it have been another way? Mm-mm, it had to be that way. Everything was necessary. And we found out that on Good Friday, and that back in the Old Testament, we found out back on Good Friday, just this past the other day, and we found out back in the Old Testament that God did allow man's sins to be paid by an innocent animal. And even that was necessary in order to be type and shadow of what he was going to do through Jesus Christ to allow the innocent to be able to die for the guilty. Whereas the shedding of Jesus' blood was necessary because through uh, uh, back in the Old Testament when he would allow an animal to be able to sacrifice for the guilty party, he was establishing a type and shadow of what Jesus was going to do for me and you. Because everything in the scripture, remember, is done Christocentrically. Whereas it either points to Jesus in relationship to his works, his person, what he does for me and you, what he makes available to me and you, and how to get it working in the life of me and you so that we can then be able to understand what we need to understand too. God set the precedent when he covered Adam's sin with the coats of skin. He, he's, he covered Adam's sin with coats of skin. We found out in order for there to be coats of skin, then they had to come from an animal that was alive. And so because it wasn't like he, 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 he sheared his wool. And then knit together a wool outfit, had him a sweet wool outfit, praise God. No, it wasn't like that. It was the coats of skin, which means he had to kill an animal, slay an animal, and then skin the animal. Praise God, in order to be able to take that, that skin with all the blood on it and put it on the back of that person. Why? Because he was going to cover the sin of mankind with the death of another animal, another creature, as a vicarious substitute. One that is performed, exercised, or received, or suffered in the place of another. One that is performed, exercised, or received, or suffered in the place of another. So somebody else is going to suffer as a result of that too. We even got in on the conversation where he talked to the animal and, and broke it down for the animal. And say, see them over there, the ones that sin, they say, mm-hmm, they shouldn't have never sinned against you. I ain't sinned against you. I'm still doing what I'm supposed to do. He said, well, good. You're going to die for them. Praise God. And then they had to die for them. And before the other animals got excited and found out, praise God, that, that I hadn't, didn't have to be the one, he told them, oh, this is going to happen year after year, praise God, until the Savior come. Is anybody hearing me up in here? Hallelujah. That's why one of them said, go get that big one over there, because he's big enough to cover everybody, praise God. Because there was going to have to be an animal that was going to come that was big enough to cover everybody. And Jesus was the one that was big enough to be able to cover everybody. Now, that innocent animal's death only purchased them temporary righteousness. Because of the blood that was shed, they got a reprieve for a period of time. Turn to Proverbs chapter 50. We might as well dive in right there. Praise God. Hallelujah to the living God. Usually I can look in your eyes and see when I got you and when I'm losing you. Praise God. Make it Psalms number 50. Praise God. There ain't no Proverbs number 50. If you got a Proverbs 50, throw it out. It's, it's, it's not real. Go to Psalms number 50. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Usually I can look in your eyes and see when you're engaged and stuff like that. You can't look through the screen and see you like that right now. Wait a minute. I see you, though. Put some clothes on. No, for real. <laughs> Psalms number 50. Praise God. <laughs> Amen. I love the Lord. Psalms number 50. Amen. You shouldn't put all them, them two-way things on your TV, praise God. Somebody's watching you. We're in Psalms number 50. Praise God. <laughs> See, God didn't harm them because of their sacrifices. 
Whenever sacrifices were offered, then God would not harm them because of those sacrifices. Because remember, the wages of sin is death. The wages of sin is death. So that means that the person that sinned was supposed to die. But God would allow an innocent animal to die so that he would not harm them. He would harm the animal instead. Psalms number 50 stands in number 7. It reads, Hear, O my people, and I will speak, O Israel, and I will testify against thee, I am God, even thy God. I will not reprove thee for thy sacrifices or thy burnt offerings to have been continually before me. I will not reprove thee. Mm-mm-mm. So God didn't reprove them because of the sacrifices that they were making. Sacrifices they were making were making stayed God's wrath from happening to them. Caused it to not happen to them because of the sacrifices they were making. But we found out that those sacrifices, prayers, God would be made year after year after year after year. And unfortunately, y'all probably don't know that. Anything a person does year after year after year after year, sometimes later on down the line, they don't see the importance of what they do. They'll lose the really understanding and the flavor of what they do. And they'll just go through the motions and play cheap what it is that's allowing them. You would think that they would be grateful that this animal, innocent animal, could die instead of them. To the point that even that they may maybe curtail some of their sinning to try to back off. But no. Man, they got to the point that they started sinning, 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 sinning so much it didn't even make no sense. And then they just offer their little sacrifice and figure like it ain't no big deal. I offer another sacrifice, ain't no thing. And see, God don't just look at what you do. He look at the heart of you while you're doing it too. And their hearts was waxing worse and worse and worse against God. All while they're doing their sacrifices under God. And God got about a little tired of that. In fact, let me read that so you don't have to think I'm making this stuff up. Turn to Isaiah chapter 1, please, God. I love the Lord because y'all don't want to believe that God can get tired of stuff. He don't get weary as in get tired of like he tired, huh, puffing hard. But there come a time that he be saying like, wait a minute. That's enough of that. Isaiah chapter 1. I'm going to cut it real short. Praise God. Isaiah chapter 1. Let's begin reading at verse 10. He said, Hear the word of the Lord, ye rulers of Sodom. Give ear unto the law of our God, ye people of Gomorrah. Put a pause button right here. I thought Sodom and Gomorrah was gone. I thought he had already wiped out Sodom and Gomorrah. He said, well, I'm looking at my people. I'm looking at the same thing I saw with Sodom and Gomorrah. Now, this is written to his people, by the way. It's written to the people of God at that particular time. And he said, hear the word of the Lord, ye rulers of Sodom. Give ear unto the law of our God, ye people of Gomorrah. To what purpose is the multitude of your sacrifices unto me, saith the Lord? I am full of the burnt offerings of rams. And the fat of fed beasts. And I delight not in the blood of bullocks or of lambs or of he goats. When he come to appear before me, who hath required this at your hand? To tread my course, to come up in my house. Bring no more vain oblations. Incense is an abomination unto me. The new moons and the Sabbaths, the calling of assemblies, I cannot away with it is iniquity 
even the solemn meeting, your new moons and your appointed feasts, my soul hateth. They are trouble unto me. I am weary to bear them. Mm-mm-mm. Now I can keep reading. It's God. In fact, let's do the next verse. And when you spread forth your hands, I hide mine eyes from you. Yea, when you make many prayers, I will not hear. Why? Because your hands are full of blood. Now, there came a time when God was fed up with their continual sins and their continuous sacrifices. Anybody in the house say, hey, if somebody slap you and then say, I apologize, you'd be like, okay. And then they slap you and they say, I apologize. And then they slap you. Which, which slap you get tired of? Which you say, the first one. <laughs> <It's God. laughs> at least at some point in time, my point is, at some point in time, you'll be like, look, forget all the I'm sorry's. Why don't you just stop doing what you're doing? And see, there's a lot. And, 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 and they got to the point where they just kept doing what they're doing, but they just kept saying, I'm sorry. All you got to do is say, I'm sorry. All you got to do is say grace. You say, look, I'm about sick of your stuff. See, Jesus came to do what was necessary to end the sin problem that man had. He came to end the sin problem that man had. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 1. It says, for the law, having a shadow of good things to come, and not the very image of the things, can never with those sacrifices which they offered year by year, continually, make the comers thereunto perfect. Because remember I told you they did year after year after year. They had to keep doing it. Why? Because it only purchased temporary righteousness. For then would they not have ceased to be offered, because that the worshiper once purged should have had no more conscience of sin. That word purge means cleansed. Praise God. Our, our, you know, we, we, our, our problem was internal, but yet it had not been cleaned internal. So because of that, we was just as filthy and nasty as God, as, as, as we didn't want it to be, that would allow us to be destroyed like Scripture said to you and me. Verse 3 says, but in those offerings, there is a remembrance again made of sins every year. For it is not possible that the blood of bulls and of goats should take away sin. It only covered it, but it never took it away. Wherefore, when he cometh into the world, he said, sacrifices and offerings thou wouldest not, but a body has thou prepared me. This is the Lord Jesus speaking to his father, God. Sacrifices and offerings thou wouldest not. Or another way of faith, you shut down all the payments. You shut down all the offerings that could be offered because you didn't even want them offerings no more. I was there. I heard you because I was right there with you when you said it to him. But a body thou hast prepared me. In burnt offering and sacrifices for sin, thou hadst no pleasure. Then said I, lo, I come. In the volume of the book, it is written of me to do thy will, O God. Above when he says, sacrifices and offerings and burnt offerings and offerings for sin thou wouldest not, neither hadst pleasure in them which are offered by the law. Then said he, lo, I come to do thy will, O God. He taketh away the first, that he may establish the second. By the which will, we are sanctified through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once and for all. So the reason why he received the body on him was so that he could be the sacrifice for you and me. We found out last time that he is the Lamb of God that came to take away the sins of the whole world. He is the Lamb of God who came to take away the sins of the whole world. He, that's why he wanted a body. Because he knew that the sacrifices that were offering were no longer acceptable to God. 
They were not a sweet smelling savor to God. They were stench to God's nostril to the point that he would hold his nose and not want our offerings at any point in time. And told us, shut it down, I don't even want it no more. But then Jesus would come to fulfill the plan that was given to God to do everything necessary to be able to make sure that this thing was handled once and for all. Well, God, there's only one more offering that you're going to need to receive. And that's the one that's not going to be offered under the law. But it's going to be the one that's going to be offered out of love. Well, that's all that we have time for today. I hope that you are blessed with what the Word of God had to say. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. But of course, it's always best when you can get it live. Word of Faith Christian Center is located at 1928 Bassley Road here in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 6.45, Saturday afternoons at 4.30, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation or you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. Just call us at the church office and arrange a ride. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off at home after it's over. We also invite all of you to celebrate with us our Resurrection Day weekend celebration that we do here at Word of Faith. It started this evening with the showing of the Passion of the Christ. You know, I believe that it's good for each and every one of us to get a visual reminder of the price that Jesus Christ paid for you and me when he went to the cross at Calvary as a substitution for you and me. The celebration continues tomorrow evening at our Good Friday service at 7 p.m. It's the day that Jesus Christ actually went to the cross for me and you to pay sins that in full for me and you. So we at Word of Faith celebrate in praise and worship and get a good word on that night too. We'll be both honored and excited to see you and your family there celebrating Jesus with us too. And the Resurrection Day celebration weekend culminates with our Resurrection Day service on Sunday at 9.30 a.m. That's the day that Jesus Christ got up. So we get up and come to church to celebrate the victory that we received from him. We'd love to see all of you and your families there too. So come on through. I guarantee that you'll be blessed when you do. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.